Welcome to the Fantasy Addicts Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Mike the Fantasy Addict, joined as always by co-host Nikki B. That is me. And we are streaming live on Twitch. We'll do it live! All right, a lot of things going on. We just finished up our drafts. We got one left, one auction draft left to go. It's, Let's is buy it the down most, for me. How is many it the most nerve-wracking one for you? Um, I've got uh, two down with, I think, two to go. Okay, I am not a... Uh, you're in one without me? I didn't even realize. I, my cousin is asking me to talk about right. with them, so I don't know. When you're, a big, uh, when you're a big fantasy football internet celebrity, people start asking you to join these I things. know. Do we join all of them? Uh, I, mean, I do, no. Um, yes, you do. I think five is a good number. I pushed it to six. There was a hot second where I was looking at eight, but uh, a couple of them folded, so... That would be... That's a lot. Yeah, the one is the set it and forget I, it. We I did saw, a basketball. I saw one Redditor saying they were in, like, I think 42 leagues. There are people that do. I've seen, up, I think the most I saw was 200, but he had some level of software where you could Auto multi-manage, yeah, something like that, where he, uh, I think, yeah. would plug players in and it would optimize. I guess if you think you're really good at fantasy football and you can get in enough places where you can make money off of it, if you had the tech savvy and time and knowledge dedicated to just, you know, setting up the algorithms, allowing things to kind of mass manage it, uh, especially if you played in in leagues with uh, more kind of novice players, I think, you know, you, you could make it. That's not where I'm at yet. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try and make our millions with uh, with the show, the, the podcast sure. here. Um, so the first thing I want to talk about, big news for the NFL. What is coming back this year? You want to tell the people? Go ahead. If you have the Nickelodeon game. Yes, it is back. It's, it's back. Uh, slime Vision and for the, sure the SpongeBob goalposts. The MVP. So this year it will be the wild card game. And have they announced which division? Uh, I didn't see which division. So hopefully uh, the Bills can get back and maybe we can get a repeat MVP. We're calling for it now. If Mitch Trubisky gets back <laughs> to this game. We will be leading the charge uh, to get him a a second MVP award. That would be, I mean, just for the memes alone, we'd have to do it. Hey, bam! Welcome in. Happy welcome to have in you. In indeed. Um, so that yeah, the Nickelodeon game. We're excited for it. A uh, lot going on. There was the the cut deadline, so we had a couple interesting players cut. Um, I'll just jump right to it. None more interesting, I believe, than the cutting of Cam Newton from the New England Patriots. It really does change things kind of in so the Patriots. I was hopeful that perhaps young McCorkle Jones could take over the starting job and, you know, that get a chance at really. it. But I did not see that they would uh, let Cam go. He wasn't on a, a massive, you know, contract that was really hurting him for the... I think it's more money. of a respect level thing, you yeah. know. That's kind of... I've heard it framed as they did it out of respect for... Matt, or for um, And the other thing that I saw was that they did it because they want for young McCorkle to be able to take over the locker room, become the leader, and not have some Cam guys and some Matt guys, yeah, to take the pressure off a little bit. Um, So it's interesting because Mac Jones, kind of his career was as, you know, not the starter where he just kept showing up and putting in the work and then eventually took over the job. Uh, so now, yeah, now the role is reversed, and he's he's just the guy right away. Well, yeah. that's why I feel like it's almost Belichick like calling a shot. You know, it's just like there you go it again. Just I, just might as well just go out there and start so we can win the Super Bowls I, now. The whole time, feel like 
Belichick just hated Cam's stupid outfits at the end of games. <laughs> like, of anything that I could see just bothering um, Bill, it would just be Cam out there with his straw hat and his just who knows what he's doing. Um, so, yeah, Bill to Cam. This yeah. guy, this is not my kind of guy. I always got that feeling, but I don't know. They, they seem to be, I, I feel like Bill always backed him up. Whenever anything happened, he goes, no, Cam's our guy. I, oh, we'd love to I have agree. Cam I think that just on the surface, that's what you got, but Bill that old curmudgeon, you know that after a loss when Cam's at the podium wearing those outfits, he's just like, we got to get this guy out of here. <laughs> Next, <Yeah>. somebody else. <laughs> Hey, Marcy, happy to have you. Welcome in. And it sounds like uh, the Cowboys are not interested in Cam at this time. Yeah, um, the one that I thought would be the interesting landing spot that a couple people have floated is uh, going to the Texans. They're kind of in that, you know, Deshaun is on the team, not cut, not released, not traded. anybody wants to go to that dumpster fire. So he is taking up a roster spot and just practicing on the field over there. Just hanging out. And they're, they're not just, they're not practicing at all today because they're at a team bonding barbecue. Yeah. So, so I you think he's getting there? things together. I bet you maybe. I bet she's not there. You don't think so? <laughs> no. I don't think he's at the team barbecue. No, unless they have a <laughs> complimentary back rub. <laughs> oh all right. So that's where we're at with the Patriots. The implications. Uh, so my guy Ramondre Stevenson. Oh, I gotta share this. We did a best ball league the other day. We don't Nick, have to share this. Nick was picking right have before no me. You have no proof. And he reached a large reach for Ramondre Stevenson, and he was correct. That was definitely the guy I was going with next. So welcome to Team Ramondre. <laughs> Nick and I, we're all in to the moon. I just knew if Ramondre if he pans out <laughs> and you have just been touting him hard this whole time, I'll never hear the end of it. So I'd rather just have a piece of it as well so I can enjoy it with you than just never hear the end of it. So that is why I bought in, and it's a best ball. So if he's the touchdown guy for the Patriots, <coughs> maybe that's valuable. Who knows? There you go. Uh, Cam's going to the Bishop Sycamores. That's right. That's right. Yep. Did you so, hear this whole Bishop Sycamore story? I saw the uh, the picture that you posted in our Discord, but I tell the people. So Bishop Sycamore is basically a bunch of dudes that got together and said, we're a high school, right? And they're like, yeah. All right, so they filed the paperwork and then got into like high school the ESPN games. show, yeah, and got okay. into ESPN playing yeah. an NFL game or not an NFL game, but a high school game. But they're like twenty years old, like nineteen years old, like not high school students, and just made up that oh, they're high school. The part of the story that I had gotten was that they represented themselves as a high school team with a lot of like D one athletes and great prospects, and ESPN was like, "Believe you." Uh, so they just brought the cameras and right. Well, they played IMG, which is like, uh, like sponsored by school, IMG, yeah. and yeah, they and they lost all their games last season too. So, so it's they like, are a high school though. It's not old guys, is it? No, they're not a high school. I thought it was a high school. It's not it was a high just school. A bad at football. High no, school. they have no association with the high school sports association. Outrageous! For, for Outrageous! Yeah, <laughs> just bananas. Like, what even possessed them to to? Like, hey, like, let's go just get murdered on TV and like, hey, do you have students? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got students. Yeah, where are they? Uh, like, they got nothing. Just that's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. I don't, I don't understand that story. On so, like, again, what do you have to gain from going out there and just getting whooped by a like a good high school? Like, hey, we get to just be on TV getting murdered by high school kids. Yeah, who knows? That's not a good look. Well, they That's even, not I know, but look. they even gave, like, the rosters, like, for the games to the people, and, like, they weren't even matching what was on the field. Like, they were just getting guys to come play that week that weren't, like, rostered anyway. It was just all wild. It's also interesting, like, that older guys 
you think would put up more of a fight against high schoolers. High school, right. like, you know, a senior in high school is basically, you know, you're, you're full. Yeah, but it. still, the, the, the best high school athletes are probably going to beat the crap out of just guys. Yeah, I was, I was thinking, like, a 21-year-old me would destroy an 18-year-old me. Like, I don't know. We're talking about elite athletes here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. you think it would even it up more, but apparently it was still not even close. Nope. Nope, they got blown out anyway. All right, so let's see what else we got going on. Um, yeah, so for the other Patriots, though, that helps James White a lot. He's a guy that's been you know useful for PPR in the past. Didn't have a good year last year. Uh, he missed a couple games. I think his father passed away. But yeah. a lot of that was because Cam didn't really check the ball. I'm down. interested in Jacoby too. McCorkle will check the ball down, you know, a lot more often than Cam would have, and I think it helps. I had uh, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking. It's like this helps every offensive piece. For the Patriots, right? Every wide receiver you're happier for, every running back you're happier no, for. No, what, what it does is it gives them a chance, you know? Before, yeah. they are completely written off as not prime assets, and now it's like, hey, there's a chance that these guys are going to be pretty good. Well, yeah, because what Cam was bad at was throwing, so it hurts the wide receivers. What he was good at is running the ball in, in the red zone, right. so it hurts the running backs. It creates so opportunity. I, I agree. I like Damian Harris. You were talking about you're not really in on him, but I know that team wants to run. Their their wide receiver core is not very elite. Um, I think that I think that Harris should I, get I, plenty of opportunity. I'm warming up to the fact just a little bit because I actually looked at some of the numbers. I saw there was a, a post from Reddit. Go figure. And some geniuses like Kim Newton had like 19 rushes in the red zone that will all be going away essentially, you know, and, and uh, several rushing touchdowns. Obviously, yeah. And so. they return some offensive linemen. Their offensive line is going to be better. Their yeah. defense is going to be better. And uh, I like Damien Harris, like as a running back, I think he's like probably above average, but um, just the, the line and the offensive consistency was always the issue. Yeah, what scares me is just the the history that the Patriots have of not just kind of using a workhorse guy. They like to spread it around. There'll be one game where they'll just throw a wide receiver in to run the ball the whole game. Like weird yeah, stuff. But that, I think that's where the hype for Ramondre comes in because the last time we saw it was yes, when, it when James White was catching passes and Garrett Blunt was rushing in touchdowns. I mean, Garrett Blunt had 18 touchdowns, and James White was still very usable as a running back. Yeah, so a stack that I have done is the Damian Harris Ramondre stack, just because Ramondre is my guy. I like to have him. He's a guy that a lot of people are nobody nobody's as excited about Ramondre Stevenson as me. I I am the truther. I am the number one fan. Um, so I've been able to get him with like the last pick in a lot of drafts, except for when Pocket sniped me in the listener league because <laughs> it's hard to draft with people who know all the things you're going to do. Yeah, uh, and yeah. he did quite the reach. So. The thing that is nice, though, is he is a Patriots fan who I know is paying attention to that team. So he believes, too, uh, the hype. Feel it's, good. The, feel good. it's hard to have a better preseason than he did. Sure. Obviously, the preseason means nothing, but it might mean something. So Ramondre, I'm happy for. Uh, James White, I think he's going to be one of those guys that if you grab late in a draft, you might have a guy you could just plug in if you need 9, 10 points. You know, it's not great, but it's just nice on those bye weeks or at the end of the draft when there's no running backs and you forgot to poor get man's some guys. Poor man's Kareem Hunt. Uh, more a PPR guy. Um, a real poor man's Kareem Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm excited for them. Nelson Aguilar would be the, the wide receiver that I would pick in that backfield. They just paid him. He had a good year for the Raiders. Um, other people are higher on um, Jacoby Myers. So you kind of pick your poison, see what shakes out. Yeah, but, I'd probably roll Jacoby at this point just for the price point. Okay. And... Uh, just that they're both going late enough you can take the chance and see how it for goes. sure but Jacoby had put together some really good games last year and if he can be a little more consistent with you know getting some passes from McCorkle then I'm okay with that yep somebody's got to catch him 
All right, so that's our rundown. Um, the guy had Xavier Jones for the Rams. He got cut, uh, hurt his ankle, so they put him on kind of like the injury wave. Um, so we'll see if he gets re-signed to the yeah, team Yeah, but after the Sony Michelle trade. I, mean, I agree. So let's talk about that just a little bit. Um, Rams backfield, would you rather have Daryl Henderson or Sony Michelle? Um, I would probably rather have Henderson at this point. Okay, and that's Henderson is going ahead um, in drafts right now, and the narrative is that Sony Michelle, he's old, he's washed, he's not good, he doesn't catch passes. Sony Michelle, he's I believe he's twenty six years old, maybe twenty six and a half, um, was a first round draft pick, averaged five point two yards per carry last year. People are concerned about his health. I think he's been healthy for over the past twelve months. I looked on Player Profiler. Um, it has a little rundown of former injuries. He's got some that are in the mid-level of reoccurrence. I think he had thigh and ankle injuries. But I think that's kind of the problem is he is healthy, and we're still not hearing anything from him. I mean, if he was good enough, he'd get on the field. Like I said, I think Damian Harris is solid, you know, for he's probably – he's definitely in the top probably 24 running backs in the league. But, you know, if, if Sonny Michelle is like a guy, then why wouldn't he be playing more? I think that – Sony Mich- Michelle has a chance to be the lead running back. In, he in was the backfield. lead running back. I'll give him a 25% chance to take over the, the, the Rams' backfield, and I think that'll make him relevant. And Two years ago, three years ago, he was a starter for the Patriots, and then he, he just had a good away. year. They had a playoff run, and a lot of his good production came in the playoffs. So he, it, but he got touchdowns. Yeah. I, I think that he's a guy that where he's going right now, I just bought him in Dynasty. I traded um, two seconds and a third for him and a first, so... Again, that, that was on a Tom Brady offense when they were scoring a ton, and Sony still wasn't getting a lot of the work. I mean, he was getting, you know, 12 carries and one or two touchdowns on that 12 carries for, like, 50 yards. I mean, yeah. it was solid only because of the touchdown quantity. I think right now they want it to be a split, kind of like what you saw with Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson at the start of last year. But and they both have some injury concerns, but I think Daryl Henderson already had a thumb injury, so we don't know necessarily how bad that is. I think just where he's going, Sony Michelle, if you can buy him for, you know, cheap in Dynasty, if you can throw him on the end of a bench, is worth just getting a look at for the first couple of games. I'll take the guy that's been with the team for a year. That's and fair. That's been practicing with Stafford all offseason. And if he has a hot start, which I think that offense is going to have a hot start, then I could see him just yeah. keeping the role for a while. So again, I've got Sony on two teams, one in Dynasty and... Uh, the other thing, just a quick note about the Rams, is they gave up, I believe, a fourth and a sixth to get him. So that's decent kind of trade capital. And they don't have a lot of things to get new running backs with. So maybe they go ahead and they sign him again next year. Um, I'm not sure how many years he's locked up for. Sony isn't a ball catcher out of the backfield. I would agree. Sony he was can, a ball catcher but... out of the backfield in college. The Patriots didn't use him that way. So that's another thing that I hope possibly could but go did they up not for use Sony. Him because they had James White? Yes, okay. and the Patriots have classically, like, they didn't really throw the ball to Damian Harris. Damian Harris can catch. Yeah, um, It's interesting. Dubfire, welcome in. New look. Yeah, we got a couple new lights and moved to the basement. Yeah, it's, we're, just, it's more we're getting more handsome by the day. I think <laughs> that's what it is. Thanks for noticing. Yeah. Um, um, so I think, let's go back to the chat. We were kind of jumping into the Patriots. Yeah, like I said, don't forget about Johnny and Hunter Henry, too. That's I agree. That's a good point. I, if you, they're both cheap enough now that you can just take one, you know, and, yeah. and test it out and see if it turns into something. Yeah, and best ball, John, who was a nice one to just throw on there. I think he's going to be the more productive. But yeah, yeah, I grabbed Hunter Henry in our best ball. I think he's move. shown that he can catch touchdowns, so hopefully he can do that. Uh, Henderson easy, says pocket. 
Uh, I'm just hoping Raheem Mostert stays healthy, says Bambo. I'm really selling Raheem Mostert this year. Yeah, I'm on the same. Uh, he, I was a little bit starting to buy in, and he got an injury in camp. It sounds like he's fine. He came back, played in the preseason, looked good. Raheem but Mostert, if he has like... Already a hint of injury. Of like, <laughs> if he starts the season with one or two like good performances... Oh, yeah. Oh, just... I'd move him. Um, so, however, yeah, let's say he misses a little bit of the early season and comes back at the end. They just have a really nice slate in the playoffs. So... It's not impossible. I've been leaning more the, the direction. But that's not his price right now. Yeah. He's being priced. Right I have now. been leaning more the direction of I want to have Sermon because I think that he'll take over and Mostert will get hurt and not be there for the end of the year. But it's not impossible that Mostert misses part of the early season. They save him and they use him at the end. So uh, you got that's the, that's a problem with the 49ers is while both guys exist, they can both be relevant but won't hit their ceilings but sermon's the guy that i've been betting on he's the one that i've been taking in drafts i have a couple shares of trey sermon yeah give me the guy that they drafted uh hey guys says mets rock what's going on man <laughs> marcy says probably not how do you feel about your team yeah are you figuring things out mets uh and how about happy the, to see you mets we, we got a guy in our uh our best ball league now he his team name is Buez, uh for the Baez booing did you hear this whole thing i did see the Buez. Yeah. oh he gave like a thumbs down. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I think all Mets oh, fans just hate him now. Greg is in the chat. Let me find his uh, <laughs> his sign on. There it is. Welcome in, Greg. Uh, let's see here. So for standard scoring leagues, the rule is no quarterbacks till round eight. Does that rule change a bit this year with dynamic quarterbacks like Mahomes, Lamar, and RBs getting hurt like crazy, says Dubfire. That's interesting. Dubfire in the standard league. We haven't had a lot of a lot of people playing in the standard leagues as of late, but the QBs, I think you can wait on this year in a one QB league because there are a lot of guys with upside. Uh, a guy I was hoping to get in best ball that I missed out on was Zach Wilson. Um, the reports about Zach Wilson, we were a little kind of tentative about him when we were doing our rookie draft, but... There's he been had a, a very good camp. I, like, I'm hearing the Mahomes comparisons as far as Farm arm saying he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah, so a little bit of smoke there, and they do have a lot of, of decent um, pass-catching pass options. Uh, their backfield, as far as their running backs, isn't great, so that hurts them a little, but maybe they need to lean towards the throwing. The Jets, they could be in some of those shootout games. Uh, Zach Wilson is a guy that I, in one league, did throw on my bench just to, to get a look how those first – and he has a nice matchup week one. So if you wait and you miss out on the guys that you were hoping for, Zach Wilson, a uh, nice nice little guy that you could grab. I think grab. if you're in a keeper league, it might be good to just draft him really late. Yeah. So you can get him. And and then people are on to the, the Trey Lance. You're getting you know a lot of the shows where they're for saying, sure. hey, throw Trey Lance on your bench at the end of the draft, and maybe he pans out and is huge and a league winner, maybe a great keeper. I think Zach Wilson is the new Trey Lance because now people are taking Trey Lance up high. <laughs> They'll just keep flip-flopping Zach, with every high train. The baby-faced assassin. Sogo, welcome in. Welcome in. Uh, Marcy inviting everybody. See? Just there you go. so accommodating. So welcoming. Marcy's the best. Oh, man. Joined our best ball league at last minute. Saved us because we had... Yeah, round of applause for yeah, Marcy. Always, for always. The last we minute ad, Super helpful, as uh, always. Doing the whole Discord thing. I mean, Discord's popping off now. Well... Because we appreciate you, we got you a yes uh, emote. I'm announcing it on the show today, so that'll be ready for you soon. Yeah, hopefully it's happening. The, it's a real thing. Nick's been starts. working hard. He's uh, we got him doing some things for the show. So we got a couple of things coming out that we're uh, excited about. We'll we'll let you know when they when they're dropping for sure. Um, I'm just ready for next Sunday. 
as well. Oh, next Sunday football? is going to be real football when we can do the show and have real football. We've been talking about talk it about. all off season. The teams, like I said, for me, all but yeah. one is drafted. Oh, I'll I'm be- looking forward to it. I think I play Bambo Week One. I don't know who you play. Me, I have. Uh, I know. I in, remember, I got Chris in the uh, the best ball. I've got. Sure. Our listener league. Nope, I have banjo week one. I'm busy banjo. looking at my teams. I'm not even looking at the other teams right, right. now. Right. Optimizing. Saved up his pe- the, exactly. I had to save him up for the stream. You know. Oh yeah. You guys think Chubb Hubbard is worth a roster spot if you had McCaffrey since he was banged up all year and that they signed Freeman? Yeah, I don't think the Freeman signing scares you too much. Freeman couldn't crack you know the top three on the the Denver for the past what three years he's been there. Yeah. I think he was a third-round draft pick. I mean, he lost his job to an undrafted free agent, Lindsey. Yeah, he hasn't impressed. Um, Summit, welcome in. Keenan Allen or DK in PPR? Uh, Keenan in PPR. He's going to get more receptions. He's I would getting agree. 10 targets a game last year. Their offensive line is going to be better. Mike Williams is already hurt. I think Keenan's going to be a target monster. Yeah, and I think for if you're in, like, best ball, I'd take DK maybe. Um, just for the upside in games, but I think he's going to be a little inconsistent, but still good. I'll take Keenan. Uh, I know Mike loved Tasty Hasty last year, so if Moser goes down, then maybe. I wouldn't say I love Tasty. I think I grabbed him off the waivers for nothing late in the year when he was going to have a chance at being the guy. Uh, no, he would not be the guy. I think that Trey Sermon would be the one I would like. And then a guy we haven't talked about a lot, but that was on the radar um, before the actual NFL draft, Elijah Mitchell we talked about the, a lot of the guys they had on the team were undrafted free agents. They right. actually spent draft capital, a sixth-round pick to get him. A lot of the analysts really kind of liked his tape. He's got a good size for kind of more of a, a guy that can sure. you know, take some punishment. So he's a guy that could get the the work. In, Normally I wouldn't be team. interested at all, but with how many injuries yeah. the 49ers have. And just how know. they use multiple running backs and every guy they seem to plug in, you know, no matter I, who they if, are, if seems anything, to be just good. be familiar with the name, you know, because yeah. if you see all 49ers, so, Elijah Mitchell, injured, I mean, he was taken in the very last round of our 19 round best ball league. Um, I was going to grab him, but the one I ended up going with was uh, just another late round sleeper. Um, I took DJ Dallas, the running back for the Seattle Seahawks. That team wants to run a lot. I think that um, Chris Carson has had some injury history. He misses Bambo time. in the chat right now. Is Penny worth a hold in case Carson goes down? Rashad Penny, that, I think he is. But Penny also has a pretty significant injury history. Um, he looked okay in the preseason. I thought he looked, looked heavier than uh, in the past. DJ Dallas is a good pass catcher. He struggled with pass uh, protection last year, but he's on the team. He's got some talent. Um I'm passing on the entire Penny Seahawks would be the one I would field. roster over DJ Dallas right now. But if you see that Penny's got a hangnail and they're not real excited about him, DJ Dallas would be the guy that um, if Chris Carson goes down, everybody's going to run out for Penny. Maybe you take a look at DJ. Manatee Handies, welcome in. Welcome back. Excited about football coming up for sure. Uh, <laughs> it's that crappy Niners turf. Same thing in New York. And we were talking about that. I think something's wrong with the field or the training staff. The Bears had the same thing. Bad turf. Guess what? Players got hurt all the time. People hated coming here to play. You'd think they, they could never change could it. figure out the spike situation, you know? Give it a little change. Yeah, but they weren't allowed to. That was the thing with the field in Chicago. Soldier Field, they wouldn't let them change the turf. Why don't they just let them change it? Because they wanted to host soccer matches and uh, rugby matches, and they can't play on artificial turf. So they w- the park district would not allow them to put fake turf in ethan roush 
Welcome in football. Exactly. All right. One of our league moids. I was trying to get a, a trade done with Ethan. I've got I've got James White on my my bench. I'm not going to be able to. I have to drop one player. He's probably not the guy that I would drop, but I would like to trade him away if I could get just a little bit. I was trying to get a fourth for him. I think that that's reasonable. Yeah. Um, if I didn't have, if I had the roster spot, I would definitely keep him. If I was a team that needed running back, I think you could do worse than a fourth for James White. Fourth round picks in uh, in our league are not super valuable, but uh, sometimes you can package them with other things, throw them in as a sweetener. They're not useless, but James White, like I said, I, he's he's not going to be a guy with a high ceiling, but he has pretty consistently had a decent just reception floor. And if he can go out there, you know, catch you know five balls for fifty yards. That's kind of his bread and butter where he lives. Uh, so just a good fill-in when you need some points. So go yay sports. Go team. Yay yeah. sports. sports uh, Bambo says Boyd or Tyrell Williams week one. Oof. Don't like that. Uh, Boyd. Yeah. Lions playing the 49ers. That's kind of rough. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Boyd here. Especially well. if they're – especially if Jamar Chase, you know, I think he's definitely going to get it together. He's going to start playing well. He's going to take over. But that first couple of games, maybe Boyd is still pretty involved. He's been around longer, knows the playbook. Um, Manti Andes, why are people down on Kenyon Drake? Did you answer this? Oh, wait. This is, this is, your, this is for you. People are down on Kenyon Drake because <laughs> he's just a guy. He goes from one team – Flashes just a little bit, and then people realize, like, oh, this this is just a, a jag. We can get rid of this guy. So they let him go or trade him to another team that says, hey, I think he's going to be good. And he just keeps passing around. But pe- people like me know he's just not very good. Like, he's decent, but he's not good. He can't stay on a team. And I think Josh Jacobs, with the amount of volume he's been getting, he has been a two-year starter there, top ten running back two years in a row. Yes, they paid Kenyon Drake a little bit more money than just your standard backup. But I think that's just because Josh Jacobs does have a little injury history now after last year, and they just wanted some insurance. But I'm still on on Josh Jacobs, and Kenyon Drake is just not even I – w- I don't want to say he's even a good handcuff right now. Um, I think he's a pretty good handcuff just because there's not a lot of other guys on that roster that really scare you. Kenyon Drake, he, I want to say he finishes the 16th running back last year. So he's not he's not as bad as Nick believes, but he's not great. Um, they did pay him. They signed him to a two-year contract. I want to say it was, uh, you know, somewhere between twelve to sixteen million dollars. So a fair amount of money. Um, they're going to use Drake. They're going to throw Drake the ball. Um, Josh Jacobs won't have the same volume he did in the past because of Drake. But yeah, he's not a guy that you are really excited about. Even again, if if Josh Jacobs goes down, which I don't necessarily think he will, he might miss a couple games. But he's been pretty durable. He is pretty young. He's a tough guy. Um, Two-year deal. Kenyon's ceiling is just low. Okay, eleven million. Eleven million. Uh, so eight and a half million guaranteed at signing. Fourteen point five max or something. Yeah. Okay. So I was in the ballpark. Um, do I think people are sleeping on Mac Jones a little bit? He's a starting quarterback on a team that has a history of being good. Uh, we do think it's going to be a run-first offense. He looked pretty good in the the preseason. The thing about Mac Jones that makes you not excited is that he is not a runner. He is not a fluid-looking man when he is running with the ball. Uh, lumbering, I think, That's was not the word. his job. He's not a running yeah. back. He's a quarterback. But I don't think that he's going to hit massive yardage or touchdowns. The wide receiver core we talked about isn't great in uh, New England right there. I like his future in Dynasty if you got him late. I think you're pretty excited about how his uh, trajectory has started right now. But yeah, I, I don't see him finishing um, – in the top 15. 
who's a dark horse running back to drop Kenyon Drake for? Ooh, I wouldn't drop him f- for the guys that are going after him necessarily. He's not he's not worthless. He's going to catch balls. You got um, anybody deep down that you think? Ramondre will... Stevenson, Ramondre the Giant, the greatest running back. I'd that rather ever have was. Ramondre <laughs> than Kenyon Drake. Um, ooh, I man, I like Ramondre. If a Someone should accept Kenyon Drake for Ramondre, but it won't be me. But you probably should. Um, you guys think Dak can stay healthy for 17 games? Dak has not had any contact all preseason due to having yeah. a bad shoulder. Dak's shoulder wasn't, you know, something that he's going to get hit and re-aggravate. It was more just kind of that he was using it and it got a little kind of worn. Seems like he's good. Uh, he probably could have played the last preseason game if they needed him to. They just didn't need him to. The ankle seems sure. good. He's had enough time for it to be on point. Uh, all the reports coming out are good. So Janus and Hunter Stock go up. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, just a slight uptick. Because uh, Cam probably would have thrown to the, the tight ends. Maybe. But. I mean, he threw to Greg Olson, but that's because they didn't really have I think the else. offense is going to move better. I think that, yeah. I'm just I not a big Janu fan. Uh, Mike would pick Janu of the two. I'd probably go Hunter. I think Janu's more athletic. I think he's the better athlete. I think he's the better tight end. Um, Hunter, he just benefited from his his position. On Hunter Henry isn't like a great blocker. And Hunter so gets hurt every other he does. year. You know, so our league mate has a nickname, Mister Glass. Yeah. So he, and it's he played it's pretty. Rightful. You know, played most of the games last year, but he he's gonna get hurt. They've both been hurt on and off through preseason for sure. And Mercy is done with uh, Drake. Had enough. Yeah. He's not a guy that you're real excited about. Yeah. Uh, so who's somebody just in drafts that's been falling to you that you have been trying to snag? All right, there are a handful of wide receivers that are going late. Um, I have been trying to trying to load up on running backs early in the, the draft. But uh, a couple that have stood out to me, I'm getting a lot of Michael Pittman Jr., wide receiver for the Colts. Uh, T.Y. Hilton on the injured reserve right now. Harris uh, Campbell is coming back. He's had two years of injury in a row. He was starting later in the preseason games, so you know that he's kind of not the lead guy right now. Um, Mike Strachan was a straight-hand Strachan, um, an undrafted free agent that's got a little bit of hype in the preseason. For sure. But, um, and then Pascal's the other guy that are there. But Michael Pittman Jr., I think, is the most talented guy. He's got good draft capital. There was a little bit of hype last year. The, my knock on him is that he would just go out there and kind of run the same route over and over. Hopefully, they've worked on expanding his route tree a little bit. Um, and I'm excited about him. Good size for a, a wide receiver. Another guy I'm getting a lot of, um, I'm trying to get either Corey Davis or Elijah Moore in a lot of my drafts, and they're falling pretty low. I've actually had people reach for Corey Davis. He had a good kind of last end of the preseason. But Elijah Moore... The hype was out of control. He's a rookie for the Jets. Um, Zach Wilson, because all the reports have been good on him, if they can kind of get in together, get in a rhythm, you might have to wait a little bit into the season. But um, I think it was what OBJ called him. It's just yeah, the, the comps yeah. they're too much. They're but they're comparing <laughs> him to like elite Hall of Fame sure. wide receivers already. Too high. Uh, too high. Who are you getting? Um, I I was shocked to see how far Saquon fell in our best ball draft. Um, I know it's a little bit more elite, but he fell to. What two one I think one twelve two one, which if you're getting Saquon at that value, I mean I feel like you you got to take him there. I mean that's this guy. 
this is not. I'm my taking kind of no guy. Saquon, no Saquon, no mm, Zeke for me. Nothing. I don't even care how. Far also, that. I think AJ Brown in our draft went like as the 14th or 15th wide receiver, which is insane. People are a little worried about insane. the knee situation. Julio coming in. I get that, but I, I'm still not letting AJ Brown fall out the top 10 wide receivers drafted. I okay. mean, he's good enough to be in that top 10 category yeah. for sure. With top three upside for sure. Yeah, he was my keeper in a keeper league because I got to keep him for cheap. So I am invested i I'm, I'm not as excited if he's if i could go trade him for like calvin ridley right now i'd probably make that move but. yeah uh the hype is real for cd lamb though i mean cd lamb in I, every draft i'm like i'm oh. getting cd lamb this draft i'm taking him early and never early enough it's i never so early enough. want it to be true and i hate to be the <laughs> like the the bring it down to earth guy amari cooper is very good he's young he's still there like he had a little bit of injury through the preseason. I think he's good to go. That's kind of how Amari I, plays. I it. would, I would, I wouldn't do it, but I would give strong consideration for just straight up trading Jefferson for C.D. Lamb, like in just a redraft or in dynasty. I, I'd rather have Lamb than Jefferson in a dynasty, okay. um, and that largely because of the offense that he is attached right. to, and with Dak being there, I'm more excited for Dak than maybe one more year of Christian Kirk on a team that wants to run the ball. Their defense should be better, whereas. Yeah. The Cowboys' defense should be better, but they just they get stud linebackers. Got like fifteen great linebackers right. and no DBs. Nothing else. So, uh, even notice Nick took Hunter over Johnny last night. Are you high side bet? Uh, I don't want to do a side bet. I'm just looking for the guy that has the most touchdown upside, which I feel like Hunter has the most touchdown upside of the two. Um, I I don't know that they're going to be good at all. <laughs> just at all so no and, no side bet. i'm not a believer that's just the best of the worst options i had left and we were also smoking lots of crack all of it. um let's see Early other than week six, six my team's gonna stomp if you risky. if you have to punt one week you're fine uh extra extra game this year i drafted two quarterbacks and quickly realized they had the same bye week so i just kept taking quarterbacks yeah pocket asked a good question it's something that's gotten overlooked a little bit uh were you guys surprised larry fitzgerald basically retired yeah he just kind of was like i I kept looking for stuff like is larry fitzgerald at at training camp is he in the preseason no that means aj green stonks just (laughs) just climb they had enough old guys that aren't going to be good i I love larry's a player he's one of my favorite actually just like guys he just seems like an awesome instead of how many you know tackles he's He's yeah, had versus drops. More tackles than drops is a phenomenal stat. Awesome. Um, I know I'm a big fan of Larry Fitzgerald, but he was past his prime. It was time for him to go. It is a little sad. I would have liked to see him do like a press conference just because I think he is like such a decent guy and well-spoken. Yeah. Um, it'd be cool for all the players. You know that all the guys in that league would, you know, you know, come out for him and say nice things. Uh, so maybe he still does have that at some point. But yeah, he just kind of was like feeling it out. He's like, ah, I don't know if I really feel like it. And he just sort of faded away. So a um, little sad to see it. Hopefully yeah. he has his moment. But um, someone, all right, we got Manti says, I've been saving my lottery last pick for Trey Lance. And that's a great last pick, but that's not working in the leagues we're playing in. Uh, people are taking him before the last pick. They're, the they're, one I've been trying to do is Ramondre, and people are starting to grab my Ramondre. Like, yeah, no, I think the rookies coming in have been pretty good as of late, and I don't know that we're just going to keep getting that lucky. I mean, we've had Josh Allen come in and – be really good we've had kyler murray come in be really good burrow and herbert last year both started really hot and it's just like oh all these rookies are just gonna be good at football it's like no normally this takes time you know it takes a couple years for the quarterbacks to kind of get adjusted but uh it's been working out lately i just don't think you know mac jones uh uh lance and fields are all being drafted like 
top 15. Yeah, and a big thing for Fields and Lance are that people are excited for their upside. I think I saw that, is it um, Fields was the first quarterback to run a sub 4-4 in the combine? And I, don't, I don't know how long, but he's got speed. He's ran in the preseason. He's looked good. That offensive line, he's going to need to scramble. They're not good, especially with Jenkins out. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I think that players are coming in a little bit more pro-ready than possibly in the past. Um, there have been a lot of guys that have panned out. They've got the job, and they've been good. Um, I'm going to keep believing it until it stops working, <laughs> I guess. Like I've got a lot of rookies on my team. Um, we did the listener league, and I looked at it, and nobody has a picture. I'm like, oh, I took too many well, rookies. And, and I think that gets down to it where we – find our elite guys we know they're going to be good they're same offenses same schemes same quarterback all the good stuff and then later on it's like you can pick between not very good players that are in okay spots or you can pick between high upside high upside rookies which i mean 2020 you know was very good to us with rookies coming in and being really good starting out but you know it's worth the shot because these guys could take jobs immediately and you know it's just more upside for sure. Yeah, another rookie that I got a lot of shares of was Devontae Smith, uh, wide receiver for I was the actually going to take him last <laughs> night if he got to me. I, I've loosened heavily on our no Eagles policy. It's a new year. They were awful last year. Can't be worse, right? Um, oh, so, they could. Yeah, Smith. Yeah, I'm going to get one for show. For show. I'm getting that for show. I like where he <laughs> was going. Um, the reports are that he's definitely going to be the number one target. He looked good in the one preseason I just game. Don't, he gets open. I don't believe it, but if it's late enough... Again, I'll take a high upside rookie. Probably still not from the Eagles. But <laughs> <laughs> The thing about him, though, is that one of his strengths was route running. And route running is one of the things that translates well from the college game to the NFL. Uh, he was a Heisman winner. If he if he had 20 more pounds on him, he'd be going up there with Jamar For Chase. Sure. So, For sure. Uh, I was a guy I'm, Are I'm you souring on Jamar Chase? I am tentative. Rough and if given the choice of Jamar Chase... Some formats, it's interesting, we'll have Chase going first and Higgins going next. I think Sleeper does. In Yahoo, it's the other way around. I am leaning Higgins a little bit more just because I think it's safe. I think he's going to be good. You've seen it with him already. But Chase, he's still going high enough. You're like, if it, if <laughs> you're it so is uncomfortable. If it is real that he's not good and that he's lost it, that he can't play anymore, you're, you're in trouble if you yeah. take him there. Um, I want to I got him on one team. So that I, I, yeah, I hedged a little. I want to have him on one team. I have Chase on one team as well. And you might have to wait. So even if he's great at the end of the year, you got to hold him through the tough times. Right. Another little note about holding guys through the tough times, we talk about all these young running backs that have panned out and have worked out. A lot of these guys we forget because we have short memories. It took a while for J.K. Dobbins to get going and get the role. It took yeah. a while for Jonathan Taylor to get going and get Akers. the role. Cam Akers. It took a while for Swift. It took, like... It's not necessarily it's not a lock right you're going to just take those stud running backs that got drafted highly, and they're going to be great right away. So. Najee, a little bit of a different, different situation. Najee though. should get the opportunity, but he could have a similar, like kind of Jonathan Taylor where the team's not great at running the ball. Right. I hate how he hurdles guys. It's great for like I think one guy that's become a valuable hurt. piece right now, too, is Javante Williams. I mean, there's more hype around got him. got a little Javante. Being him the one number one right out of the gate. I think that the reports that I have heard, there were a couple at the start of camp that it was him, and now I've heard the swing back that Melvin Gordon's looked good. He looked good in the preseason game that I saw. They are still paying him good money. He is still pretty. He so looked fresh last the last year. preseason game they had, they played Melvin Gordon, who's a veteran, already knows the offense for a year, and they sat Javante Williams just to keep him healthy. 
So that would lead me to believe a little bit that he's probably going to be the one, at least get more opportunities. Yeah. Which is uh, interesting because he's being drafted still pretty late. They I traded him. up for him. They like him. For he's sure. a good running back. He was in the top, you know, kind of five prospects going into the draft before the landing spot. Um, here's a question for you. Who will start first, Lance or Fields? And because Lance has a little bit of a finger injury, I'm going to go Fields. I would say uh, who's better? Who's a better fields. quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo or Andy Dalton? Probably Dalton. That's interesting. I like, it's close though, right? No, <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like, like Garoppolo. <laughs> really don't like Garoppolo. Okay. Andy, so I've been seeing some hot takes around the internets, and one of the hot takes is Andy Dalton doesn't lose his job all year. All year. So let's say even Andy Dalton is good, and they're winning games, they're winning close ones. The problem with Andy Dalton, and his history would indicate he can't win in the playoffs. Like, is it worth winning the whole regular season? Let's say they go, they win 14 games, they're going to make the playoffs, and he loses the first playoff if, game. Would if, you rather have that happen? If they go 12-5, and five and they... 17-0 and, and, and they score 27 or more points per game average... I don't really care about the playoffs. The Bears honest. are who we thought they were. I would rather because that put is Fields football I can watch. Because I think you have a better chance of winning actual playoff games with Justin Fields. You got to get him in there sometime because you're not winning playoffs with Andy Dalton. I see winning that's, a championship. That's my take. I'm a Bears fan. The, winning a championship is just pure fantasy at this point. Winning a playoff game. Who gives you a better chance to win a playoff game? Uh, I mean, it's got to be Fields. A rookie quarterback winning you a playoff game. Maybe. Behind this line, Dalton's going to get murdered, and he's just going to be out to injury, and everybody kind of wins. Except Andy Dalton. (laughs) Even Andy (laughs) Dalton, because he's like, oh, I didn't get benched. I got my back Uh, broken. 49ers opening schedule is so easy, going to be tough to bench Jimmy. Their closing schedule is nice as well. Um, But yeah, Jimmy, think about Jimmy. They spent, I think I saw a stat that quarterbacks drafted within the first, uh, like, five picks of the NFL draft start within four weeks. 95%. 95%. It was like an overwhelming statistic that those guys get a chance because if you drafted them, you don't love your quarterback, even if he comes out and plays okay. Right. Um, still possible that he gets moved. If a quarterback goes down, I could uh, see him reaching out. And- Manti Hennies, Larry Fitzgerald was up for Heisman uh, against Jason White and Eli Manning. I'm not sure about that, but that's that's pretty crazy if true. I would have guessed he would be significantly older than Eli, but maybe not. Eli played for a long time. He's got a baby face. Uh, Bambo, what do you guys think about Singletary Moss battle once again this year? I don't want either. I don't want either. They were both on the team last year. They were both kind of split, and neither one of them was very good for fantasy. Here's the thing. I think Josh Allen will lessen some of his running work this year because it was a little crazy last year and into the touchdowns. And I think if they're going to give up some of the touchdown opportunities to a running back, it's going to be Moss. So I would be taking Moss above Singletary. But there's other guys I like that are being taken around their value in drafts. Nick has a saying that, like, you're not going to win if you're playing those guys. I often disagree, but if those are the guys you got, because even if the other one's gone, like, how high is their ceiling? How many points are they going to be putting up? Moss will punch in some touchdowns. Moss Moss has the best chance of a a multi-touchdown game. So that's who I would want. If Again, if, if I'm down a bunch of points, I need to start a running back, and I have one guy that gets five points a week or Moss who goes two, two, 14, two, two, 14. 
I'd rather throw in Moss. In I liked Moss side. last year. I drafted him all over the place as a rookie, um, and a large reason for that was because Singletary, um, they didn't like to give it to him in the red zone. I think he had like one carry within the five all of last year, uh, or you know, his last year before before Moss came in. And it wasn't a fun ride. It wasn't good. He was hurt. He wasn't <laughs> hurt. He, and when he got in, he looked good, but he didn't get the touchdown. Like he, I think he's a decent player, but I, I don't like his situation. I don't want the Bills running backs, even though that offense is good. It's an interesting dynamic. Bambo, what's going on with Tariq Cohen? Haven't heard about him in a while. Oh, man. So Cohen sucks. And it's still true. So that's where we're at with Cohen. Uh, I think Tariq Cohen's injury was a pretty serious injury. He is on the injured reserve right now for the Chicago Bears. Yeah. I don't believe he'll be eligible to return. Um, I'm not he's not on the pup, so it should be three weeks. This year, this is a good note, too. Yeah. Um, this year, Which the is injured great reserve, for fantasy football. 100%. I like it a lot. Um, they changed the injured reserve rules last year, so you could go on a three-week um, three injured reserve. So that's the injured reserve. The pup you're out for, is it seven? Six. six? You, have to, you have to be activated within six weeks. Okay, so if you're placed on the or pup. After six, yeah, from week six to week nine to activate, I think is what it is. All right, so an example of a guy on the pup right now is Michael Thomas. Um, so yes. the, sooner, the soonest you're getting him back is, you know, in that kind of week seven range. And then you could go on the season-ending IR, which is when you're placed on the IR before they had the cut down to the roster. So guys like Travis Etienne and J.K. Dobbins are on that season-ending um, IR. And you can still get put on that during the season. If, well, that is confusing sometimes, and to know the difference. But what's, there's another big change about the IR, because it used to be when you put people on the IR, you can only bring back, I think, one guy, and I think they changed it to two guys. So... That's I believe still, it's even more. I thought it was unlimited or, or like four. It, that's what it used to be. Okay. With COVID rules, you can bring back as many people as you want, and it only costs you three weeks. So a huge change for the IR rules, which have made it infinitely, infinitely better for fantasy yeah, football Yeah, and I like it a lot. I don't know. I am glad that they decided to keep it this way. I hope they continue to keep it this way. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, yeah, Cohen's hurt. If he gets back, I almost took Cohen late in that draft because of the upside with PPR targets and if – He's going to be returning punts and kicks yeah. still, but I so doubt he's going to. This be. is kind of a uh, hundred IQ. This is like the the more in depth working the rules strategy. So if you play in a Yahoo league, um, if players are on the COVID nineteen list, you're able to place them into your IR slot. Some leagues will allow you to place onto your regular draft and then IR. Some will let you do it right to the IR. So you don't want to necessarily blow a waiver, you know, priority on them. But once uh, the waivers run and they're just sitting out there, if you can just add them straight to your IR, I added uh, Carson Wentz to mine, and I also added Tannehill, who was on the COVID list. And while I had Tannehill on there, I picked up um, Rashad Bateman, who had not been declared out yet, waited. They declared Bateman on the IR. I moved Tannehill back into my active slot and moved um, Bateman into the IR slot. So, like, just playing with those IR slots, it's it's – it's a long shot, but if you any advantage you can find in fantasy football, especially when you're playing with good people, um, now I you know have my IR slots filled up with guys that could potentially come back and be useful, or I could maybe trade them on the hype um, as they're approaching comeback. Well, I mean, I had George Kittle last year fall onto waivers, and nobody picked him up, and it was like, hey, he may be back week 16. Oh well, who cares? I picked him up. He came back week 15, and he played football. I'm like, yeah. So, I mean, those IR spots, you, you never them, know who's going to pan out. Use them, abuse them. The IR For slot sure. is there. And we have agreed in our leagues that that is fair game because any player is capable of doing the same thing. It's not For like, sure. you know, it's it's not necessarily in the spirit of what the IR is there for, but 
It's within the rules. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, CH can be available week one because injury hamper him all year. All the things I've heard about CH, it's not a high ankle. So he has a, a ankle sprain. It's not a high ankle sprain. It sounds like a mid kind of ankle slash foot sprain. There are grades of it. I think that the comp was um, Michael Thomas last year had a grade two, which lingered and hindered him throughout the year. I think CEH, they haven't officially announced it, but all of the uh, context clues lead you to believe that it's a level one, which is more like your typical if you're you know out playing sports and you've ever rolled your ankle. Um, he was in the walkthrough. I uh, haven't heard really action in, in practice, but I, I believe that CEH is going to be back and ready to go, but it's a minor concern. I did throw um, Daryl Henderson on a bench just on the off chance that Clyde is not back and ready to go or re-aggravates. And he had a fair bit of injury history at the end of last year. He had um, a lot of lower body things. So he's a smaller guy, and they want to use him like a workhorse. I always have concerns when they try to get those you know little guys taking that kind of punishment. So the problem is there's not a great, clear-cut like guy that you're really thinking oh if daryl henderson gets a job he's going to be phenomenal he could be relevant are you a little bit more interested in some extra pieces brought to mind tutu atwell i mean he's small but as a ppr guy and returning kicks i mean um if you get special teams points for return return like punt return you know yardage I don't know, man. Tutu also got injured in a preseason game pretty quickly. I think Tutu gets snapped in half. He weighs 10 pounds. He's a child out there. Um, <laughs> God bless you, Tutu. I, I got nothing against him. He's not like Cohen where I hold a, just a strong vendetta. Uh, yeah. But Will Minshew be starting quarterback for Philly by week eight? No. No. Gardner Minshew has proven himself to Maybe be. Maybe week two. You know. No. No. Uh, Mario Rogers trash can. Yeah, garbage time. Um, Garbage time points for Amari. <laughs> the reports haven't been the worst about Amari. He could be. He could emerge. He could take some time, though. Shake my head free my only two, too. <laughs> two, two. I don't know. Sorry. I do like the Sorry. return points if you can get them. All right, let's go through a couple uh, matchups. And for as far as a wide receiver, he is probably fourth at best on that depth chart. The usage in the preseason was promising. He got a lot of targets. And, he, and he got them. And Deshaun he's Jackson? Any Deshaun speedy. Jackson height? None at all. Okay, fair enough. Uh, he I'm, is on the Rams, though. Do you guys know that? Did anybody know that Deshaun Jackson? I, I heard that a couple al- days ago. I almost like, picked him up. And he's <laughs> really on the Rams? In our best ball. Hey, that's that would have been a bold move. That's a glory play for yeah. just one week. For <laughs> the first the week. The one time. Um, uh, no. All right, a couple matchups. Thursday night, we get Cowboys-Buccaneers. I like so it. I like it a lot. That is a fun game to watch. <sighs> I feel like we almost have How to do you feel that. about starting Dak in that game? I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I think... <laughs> So, if you could start Dak Prescott in that game, or you could start Zach Wilson against the Panthers, which move do you make your first? I'm starting Dak 100%. I think that I agree. I think you have to. The offense is high-powered. Dak coming back. A little worry about it being kind of his first real action. Let's see if he takes a hit. I am going to start Dak, and I am not going to be shocked when Zach wins. I'm starting (laughs) Dak 10 out of 10 times, yes. Uh, I think you drafted him to start. Yes, for sure. Uh, God forbid anything happens to Aaron Rodgers. What's the decision for Jordan Love this season? I don't know. I was in the I was in the NFL subreddit, and they're like, "Oh, Jordan Love looks so good." And the plays that I saw, not good. He like screwed up the. I don't know if he screwed it up, but like the time he got screwed up, and they had to take a timeout. You know, when they were kind of making a charge, and uh, he blew another play. I don't know. I'm I'm not impressed. Um, the situation for I Jordan hope Love. For Jordan Love. It's interesting because. I think the reason that people are not excited for him is because he's been around and the reports have not been great coming out about him. 
if he was taken in this draft, if where he was taken in that last draft to the Packers and like Rodgers had retired or something, the hype would be through the roof. So maybe it's Not interesting. It's interesting how some of those quarterbacks being around, like you try to trade in dynasty, like a Sam Darnold going to the Panthers. Nobody wants to give you a fourth round pick for him, but if he was going in the actual rookie draft, he'd go in the first or second round. You know, a young quarterback with. But but we've yeah we've seen we've before. seen a little it, yeah yeah, which is I think an endorsement to maybe you know avoid drafting those rookie quarterbacks. He says Aaron Rodgers is a well known system quarterback. <laughs> I mean maybe maybe we'll have to see him in a different system to know. Um, are you starting everybody from the Buccaneers? Yeah, where's it stop? Antonio Brown? Gronk. You're not starting Gronk? Not week one. If Gronk Antonio comes out Brown? and gets two touchdowns, we'll give him a go. I'm not starting any of the tight ends for the Buccaneers. Um, Antonio Brown, I, I likely will start as my wide receiver three on one team. Okay. Uh, and Obviously, you're starting Evans Godwin. Tom Brady, you're probably starting. Yep. Buccaneers defense, you're probably starting. You drafted all of those. Oh, yeah. And you're, and you're excited about the Buccaneers defense. For Even sure. though it's the Cowboys, I think they're going to get after it. Yeah. Um, Cowboys, you starting Gallup? No. Okay. And you're not starting Blake Jarwin? I have a lot of wide receivers I took later than where Gallup was going that I am more excited about to try and play. Uh, Gio Bernard says Bambo. I'm not trusting Gio Gio has, I think it was an ankle sprain that I saw. Um, So I am largely because of that injury, not going to roll him out. Yep. Uh, Seahawks, Colts. How far down are you starting Seahawks? You starting Lockett? I'm start. You know, you're starting the running Penny. I'm not starting um, Carson. Uh, yeah, you're starting Lockett, Carson. DK. Yeah. Wilson. If you drafted those, yeah, a lot of this goes into where you drafted them. You drafted those guys high enough right. that you're starting them. Everett, you starting Everett? I think that Everett has sneaky upside this year. I don't think he's going to crack into the top, you know, five tight ends, but he's going to be one of those next tier of guys. We've seen that, a lot of tight end flyers come from the Seahawks with yeah. Disley and uh, and they're not Olsen they're not league winning upside start every no, week kind of guys, but yeah. they'll get a touchdown. Everett will have touchdowns. They, they definitely this year. flash. He'll uh, have receptions. I could see Everett having some good weeks. I just don't think you're going to yep. know. No, I I like him, and before I traded for Kittle, he was a guy that I was happy to have. As Colts, a you feeling any confidence to starting Pittman? It sounds like Carson Wentz is on track to be back, which is very impressive as far as the foot injury that he had. Um, whoever the surgeon was that did those injuries, if I get that injury, I'm calling that guy because <laughs> he sounds like he did great on both of them. Right. Um, and they came back at the heavy, heavy kind of low end of the, the quick back. So I think that Pittman is a guy that I would love to see a game before I started him, but if I don't have a better choice, he's a guy that should be out there. Should Pittman get the ball look good. I wouldn't him. mind flexing Pittman probably. He's Probably the only one. Um, Antonio Brown or Pittman? The rookie tight end I'll keep an eye on. Um, Antonio Brown I'd play over Pittman, especially against Seattle. Their defense is not what it used to be, but it's it's still pretty decent. Gallup or Pittman? Um, I would start Pittman over Gallup. DH baller with the follow. Hey, happy to have you, DH. Thank you, Um, Yeah, we've been getting a lot of people in the Discord. I hope some of you managed to find your way over to the, uh, the live stream. Um, we did have one Hassan that if he pops in, we'll talk about his team. He's been asking a lot of the start sit. Who should I trade? The man has like 18 pieces traded for another 14 (laughs) pieces over here. So there's a straight team for a lot to unpack. I said, Hey, watch the show, man. We'll talk about it because there's a lot to go through here. Right. Um, all right. Jaguars, Texans. What a mess. James Robinson rolling them out. Yeah. Yeah. James Robinson. I think you feel good about rolling out Trevor. You could just because the Texans are so bad. Um, DJ Shark? DJ Shark coming off of an injury. 
he's always, I think, a threat to get the bomb touchdown. Marvin Jones is also coming off an injury. If Marvin doesn't play, I'm more excited about DJ Shark. I think they both kind of, you know, could go either way. Jones over Shark says Bambo. I'm with you, Bambo. If, if I had them both on my team and I had to start one, I'd be starting Marvin Jones over Shark. But they are both coming off of kind of little little injuries. Yeah, um, and I'd rule James Robinson out there for sure. Guy I'd play over both of them is Brandon Cooks. I would start Brandon Cooks. Only Texan that I'm Brandon in. Cooks was kind of falling in our best ball. I thought about I was going to grab him right when you were taking him. Yeah, Brandon Cooks, he just... Chenault, you starting Chenault? I, I'm scared. I think... <laughs> I think that LaVisca Chanel will ha- will be in maybe that Jarvis Landry kind of tier of a guy who gets the ball thrown to him but isn't getting the long bombs. He He's a big-bodied guy. He is a rumbler. He could get some touchdowns, but I don't know that that's how they're going to be scoring their touchdowns. Marvin Jones just knows how to get open. and I just, Salty vet. I just trust that over what I've seen from the other guys. All right, so LaVisca. Uh, Do you see what you get when you mess with the Warrior? Uh, I didn't get any LaVisca shares, I don't believe. I would have loved to grab him on one team. Maybe I'll trade Bambo, for him. who's the Jags tight end? I don't even know. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. No, I think they're going to – I think they wanted to use ETN and LaVisca kind of for those more intermediate kind of passes, but – Oh, it's not. not. Uh, do you believe did that David Johnson is the third running back on the Texans squad right now? No, I think he's the first running back. I do too. I do too. But I still don't want him. Also – Facts. Uh, Eagles, Falcons, you starting everybody? Kyle Pitts rolling them out <laughs> there week one? All the Eagles. Give me all the Eagles. Um, I have Zach Ertz as a backup tight end in a couple leagues. If he comes out and gets eight targets, I'm I'm pretty excited to have him. So here's Zach a name Ertz. to watch. If if Kenneth Gainwell has a good week one for the Eagles. He was a guy I just missed in like best ball. five or six targets or yeah. something, something stupid like that. I'm immediately trying to get Kenneth Gainwell. Yep. I like the film. Austin Scott's I know you didn't love the him. film. But if, if they're really bought into him, like some of the hype has been building, and they give him like three or four rush attempts, but like four or five pass attempts, I'm I'm buying. No, it. I didn't love the film. I didn't love the size, but his preseason. So uh, I don't trust Miles Sanders either. Uh, so I, I I'm interested in that. Yeah. Uh, Falcons. I'm starting Kyle Pitts. Are you starting Russell Gage? Uh, I am rostering Russell Gage in a couple spots. I like him in best ball because I think he's going to have some blow-up games, but I'm not starting him. I, there are other guys I'm definitely starting over Russell Gage. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's not Tebow for the Jags, that's for sure. Uh, Saying now, when the Eagles play the Giants, I'm picking up Boston Scott and ro- <laughs> roping after that game. Boston Scott, what could have been? What could have yeah. been? Uh, Eagles, you starting Ertz or Goddard? Um, no. I'm I'm out on Goddard. So that is one that I think Hassan was uh, asking about in his his league. He showed me his roster, and the weak spot I thought was Goddard. If Ertz is still there, I really, really don't like Goddard's uh, potential. He's going to have some touchdown games. He's going to have some big receptions, but he's not a guy you're going to want to try. So it said the Eagles and and Ertz are on good terms now, and apologies were said. Do you think it's like, Uh, hey, you're going to trade me, Eagles? They're like, no, we're not, and he apologized, and then they're okay? That's like... Being a professional, so there's probably some bad blood. They probably don't love each other. They're not excited about the situation, but they're at least professional enough to, on the surface, let it be that, and I think that he'll play well and not sit out or anything like that. Um, it looks like the tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars, the guys they have listed, they have Jacob Hollister, then Oshag Hennessy, or O'Shaughnessy, and Luke Farrell. Oshag Hennessy. O'Shag Hennessy. That's what we call him on the show. Um, um, all right, we got to run through some of these matchups still. Chargers-Washington, anybody of note that you're going to be looking at? Washington, I do not yet have um, any shares of... Probably starting Logan Thomas if you have him. <laughs> you're probably starting... You're starting Curtis Samuel. 
No, Sergeant he's coming Palmer. off an injury. Um, Sergeant Mike Williams? Josh Palmer for the Chargers? No, I'm not certain right away. I like that I grabbed him in best ball. I think he's got some upside if Mike Williams goes down, which he always does. Yep. Um, Antonio McKissick. Gibson is a guy that I, I wanted a share of and I haven't gotten yet. So maybe in I the, just don't uh, like him at his price. Like yeah. I, I see it. I understand it. And I, I like him okay there, but there's just other names that I trust more. The reason... Price that I'm worried is I just don't know that Washington's going to be in a lot of high scoring games. I think their defense is very talented and they just, you know, they might, I agree. Just kind of be in those low scoring um, grinders. I'm starting Eckler. I'm starting Herbert. I'm oh, starting yeah. Keenan Allen. A lot of Herbert lovers in our, in our discord. That is another one. So two guys that I saw on a lot of rosters, um, Herbert, which we like Herbert. He looked great last year. Great arm talent. They added to the offensive line. So that should help him out. Um, again, Keenan Allen's a good, Good target. Mike Williams, when he's there, is good. Palmer's a talented rookie. Austin Eckler is going to throw him the ball. But he is a rookie, and we've seen in the past, Baker's a good example of a rookie that comes out, sets records, and then has a little bit of a step back that next year because people have kind of gotten the tape on him. Um, things don't always click quite the same. I'm a little concerned about Herbert, especially where he's going, but, again, you could do worse. When you can throw the ball, you can throw the ball. I trust Herbert to throw the ball. Okay. I mean, that's well, – You're also not – like to have him as your starting quarterback necessarily. I'd be okay with him. I his rushing upside is a little. He's going capped. as like the sixth or seventh quarterback though. I I, I wouldn't take him that high. There's so is Eckler ever like going to step 10. off the field? Yeah, he is, and I worried that he's not going to get the goal line carries, even though the other running backs on that team aren't very good. Um, Eckler is a smaller guy. He would be one of the smallest um, running backs to be like a workhorse back. I want to say he's under two ten. I've seen him going a lot of lot at the turn. One twelve. He did have an injury last year. Um, I like him at that spot. I like Eckler as well. I didn't get him because he was going so high. I worry about his goal line usage. Yeah. And uh, Steelers, Bills, you starting – how many Bills are you starting? Ball oh. Singletary, no. Starting Josh Allen, Diggs. You starting Emmanuel so Sanders? In our in our best ball, Nick sniped me 15 times, so I got him back with the Gabe Davis. The Gabe you? Davis grab, more than you realize. He was on my list. All right, so I got, I got one. He got him back uh, at the turn, and I'm excited for Gabe Davis, actually, in best ball. I don't necessarily love him in redraft, but I think he's going to have multi-touchdown games. There were so many games where he had the touchdown and it got called back for a penalty, or he had the touchdown and his toe – like, it was just – how many? I think you know the number. Like, yeah, he had like six touchdowns called. A back. lot of uh, so red zone targets. So I'm excited. Uh, Beasley for if Goodell doesn't uh, send the hitman on him, I, I don't. Beasley, I think will be okay if you need to flex him, but I'm not excited to start him week one. I hope to have better options week one. Beasley's for like once we're halfway th- through the season and a bunch of guys have been out on injury and buys and whatnot. That's when you need Beasley. <laughs> Beasley will die of polio halfway. Through. <laughs> like, or that'll not happen. even COVID. <laughs> it was just something else he didn't. Get Steelers up. start Najee starting Big Ben. Yeah, I think you can in this matchup. I think I think that, Ethan Early made a good point. It's like we're drafting three top yeah. twenty wide receivers and Big Ben's getting drafted way late in drafts. Ben looked good in the preseason. All of the wide receivers look pretty decent in the preseason. Najee Harris catches balls. Yeah. That offense should should have a little I'd start all a little three. more balance. I'd start all three wide receivers probably, uh, at least in the flex spot. And I don't know all the matchups off the top of my head, but I believe like the next couple matchups after this game are also pretty juicy for Big Ben. So if you took him late. Ben's probably be uh, done by week five. If their line is just a little bit better, they'll and have that, a lot That might be valid. Ben could be you know a top 12 guy those first couple weeks, and then you and then trade him or you know, move him or you pick yeah. up another wide receiver. If you had... Trey Lance and Big Ben, like that's a nice, you know, combo to have. Uh, 49ers, Lions. 
49ers. I have a lot of shares of Ayuk. That's another guy that I, I just loaded up on. He has a little bit of a hammy. They are sitting him out to be safe. Um, I hope he stays healthy, but the 49ers, 49ers get hurt. Are you starting Mostert? I think, yeah. First first game of the year. He's healthy right now as far as okay. we've seen. He had a touchdown in the last preseason game. He looks fast. I'm starting Kittle, Ayuk, and that's it. I think you definitely, if you have Mostert, this you drafted him, this would be a game to play him in. He's playing am, the Lions. I'm never going to have Mostert. I'm, again, I don't have Mostert, <laughs> but if I did have Mostert, I would play Mostert over guys that went higher than him in the NFL you draft. You have to if you draft Because them. he's playing the Lions. The Lions are very, very bad. If Mostert, I tell you this now, if Mostert has a really good week one and week two, just trade him. If you just can. Just trade him. You don't take nothing, but. Don't take nothing. Take something. For sure. Somebody will be bought in. Somebody in your league will buy in fully. Uh, the Lions, you start any receivers from the Lions except for Hawk? Swift, Hawk, and that's it? Some people, Tyrell, some people, Amon Ra, Quintus Cephas. Like, it could be anybody. I, I'm, no, no. Against the 49ers defense, now I'm starting nobody. Yeah. Maybe I'll roster Amon Ra if I had to take my shot on one of the guys I think will have some relevance. Okay. Vikings, uh, Bengals, you start in Jamar Chase? Yeah, I think third wide receiver. Again, if you got three wide receivers, you can start him as your third, see how it pans out. But it hasn't looked great yet. It Jamar might take Chase some time. or Jarvis Landry? Chase for the upside. Okay. Uh, Vikings, you're starting Jefferson, starting Thielen. I've seen Thielen falling a little bit. Are we still bought in, even though he's older? Yeah, the Vikings are a little bit of an enigma. They've got, you know, Justin Jefferson, you think, is going to overtake um, I think Cousins deserves a little bit more credit than we Thielen could have the touchdowns come down this year. Their defense could be better, so they need to throw it less. Against Uh, the Bengals, though. Yeah, the Bengals' defense is bad. If you're going to play them, it's a good matchup. Yeah, I agree. I'm playing all of them. If you took Thielen, you play Playing Cook. I'm probably playing Cousins as well if I have them. Um, Joe Burrow, rolling them out. Mixon, you have to start them where you drafted them. You start in uh, Boyd? I... Didn't take Boyd anywhere. I'm not excited about Boyd's upside, but I think if you've got him, like you could, you, you could take a chance on him getting some catches. He's, I got him he's in a decent ball, wide receiver, and I was happy to give him best ball and, and not the other. Yeah, I'm more excited for his start of the season than the the end of his season. Yeah, um, yeah, not pumped about Boyd. Uh, Boyd or Robbie Anderson. I'll play Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson had a nice touchdown in his last preseason game. He, right. They just signed him to a contract. Jets Panthers. That's our next stop here. Uh, Jets, I like Zach Wilson. I like Corey Davis. Elijah Moore has been out a little bit. Um, I probably am not rolling him out right away, but I'm happy to have him on my bench. If he has, if he has like a first week that he doesn't play or doesn't do anything great, I wouldn't drop uh, Elijah Moore. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Panthers, Christian to the moon. Uh, stay healthy, Christian. My dynasty running back. Starting DJ. Starting Darnold? No. Nah, not. Superflex? But, Darnold's like, like a nice quarterback too on, on a super flex. I'm watching though. I'm he looked good I'm in this interest, preseason. I'm interested game. in this game. Of all the crap games, uh, this is one of the better ones, I think. Okay, uh, Cardinals Titans. Uh, you starting AJ Green? No, no. Oh, I'm drinking on. when I see him. Come on. I'll take a drink for every reception that AJ Green has in that game. <laughs> I'll pour myself <laughs> something strong and just. That's a bad And not get drunk at all. <laughs> Stone sober. Um, starting Hopkins. Uh, starting running backs. You starting Connors? 
I, in our uh, dynasty, because it is deep, we start a lot of guys. I might go ahead and roll him out. Um, I think he could just punch in a touchdown. He's one of those guys. Uh, Banjo, or uh, Bambo, uh, who's RB1 on the Jets? Is it Carter or Coleman? Uh, right. I think it's Coleman. Right, right now, now, Coleman. And then is it Ty Johnson is the guy who they have listed as number two. And Michael Carter, the reports are that he hasn't surpassed both of those guys yet. It could be a little bit of a committee. Uh, if you took Michael Carter, you might have to wait a while on him to kind of okay. establish here's the thing. himself. Coleman's been written off. And to be fair, I own Coleman in Dynasty. But I think he's he's like Gore. Like He's good enough to get it done for a short stint if you need him. I could see him being tough to get out of that role for several weeks. If Coleman scores a touchdown in this game, he will be off next team by the end of the day. <laughs> that is 100%. a guarantee. Like, <laughs> that um, that so, is a guarantee. But yeah, he, they have him kind of as the lead guy uh, on a lot of people's um, and he analysis. Can, he can catch too, and he's been relied yeah. on to do that. So I'm not... People forget about how how good Coleman was with the Falcons. I mean, he, had he was that, utilized a lot. I'm thinking of the, the 49ers. He had a couple games of relevance. Or, For uh, sure. I think he's right before his, you his got him. His whole with the trade. 49ers was, it, it, it didn't go great. Coleman's not not the worst. No. Like, the, the New York Giants would be <laughs> so lucky to get Coleman <laughs> in a trade right now. Uh, Cardinals, Titans. Uh, from the Titans side, you starting Julio week one? Yeah. Okay. Tannehill, I'm starting Henry uh, and A.J. Brown. That's probably it. Tannehill was a guy that um, I had on my radar as a guy I like this year. I think that having A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, even though Julio's a little bit older, I, we both kind of agree he's probably got at least one more good year in the tank. Not not what he's been I traded a first for him, so I hope he's uh, uh, I wouldn't solid. have done That's ill-advised. Uh, but, yeah, I think that the Titans, I think that – and the people – don't realize how good Tannehill has been, his statistics and just his consistency. He has the potential to run in a touchdown now and then. And the thing is, too, like, why would you fade a guy that has arguably the best running back in the league, pure runner for sure, uh, arguably one of the top five? My, my perception of, of Tannehill in that offense changed so much when Julio Jones got signed. It went from being like, ah, they're going to struggle, they're not going to be as good, to like, oh, okay. Oh, they're going to be tough. Yeah. I saw during the Bears preseason game they had uh, they had Henry and AJ and Julio standing right next to each other. This good shot of just the three of them hanging out watching right. the game, and it was like, ooh, like that. They're, they're I think they're going to be good. Like, <laughs> it's it's scary on paper for yeah, sure. For sure. Uh, Browns Chiefs. Um, you certain say. Oh, Gurley, Freeman, and Coleman all went downhill after leaving Atlanta. Sometimes that second Atlanta running Atlanta day. has history of having really good running backs and also not very good when they Well, I think that Atlanta has a good history of having a good passing offense that sets those guys up to have success True. in the red zone. because they had Steven Jackson and Freeman right after that. I mean, that's part of my – I didn't get Mike Davis anywhere, but I would have taken a shot on him if he you know was available he because – too much hype. He did, and – the reason is I don't think that Mike Davis is great, but he can be that guy that just it's a high it's a high scoring offense most of the time. They still have right. weapons, they're gonna move the ball. And if he can just even do what Gurley did the first half of last year where he just punches in a touchdown every All game. Mike Davis has to do is stay healthy. That's yeah. gonna be his only thing and he's, he's gonna do. Built solid. He's not a guy that you're worried about like, you know, as far as guys that are built to Take punishment and be more of a workhorse. Guy. I feel like it's going to be hurt within the first three weeks. Mike Davis, yeah. his quads—they're so large. Ferks are going to be so open. His quads <laughs> are like fives. 
Yeah. Ferkser is going to be so open with no targets coming to him. Barely even know her. Yep. Uh, Chiefs starting Hill. We're still not starting a wide receiver two from the Chiefs, right? No interest. Mecole. Some people are hyped on Mecole. I've seen uh, I've seen analysis going both ways. Some people like hyping him up. Enough proof by now. Some bash him. I'm out on Mecole. I yeah. agree. I think we've seen a large enough sample size. I'm excited to see Ceh. I want to see what he can do in year two. Um, Hill, Kelsey, Mahomes. Yeah, I was that. excited about Ceh. That foot injury has scared me off of him a little bit. Pat Mahomes. My dynasty quarterback. Yeah. Psyched to see him score a billion points and, and lead me to a championship. They've kind of built up that offensive line a lot in the offseason. So if he's going to perform, now's, now's the time. Say, Marcy was waiting for the line. The the regulars, they know what's coming. We, <laughs> we don't want to let you down. Line, please. Oh, uh, I, and w- let's just interrupt. Let's see. Did we cover? Uh, we did cover the Atlanta game already. We did not. We're getting there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that's okay. That's later. Okay. Or did we? I thought we, no, we did. did. Yep, Atlanta. All right, uh, because Falcons Eagles. I needed to tell you about uh, the kicker that I drafted in one league. I I reached and I got Young Ho in one league. So <laughs> Young Ho will never let you down. Happy to have him. Good friend of the show. Hope he found his cleats. Good friend of the show. Young Ho, the show. best. Uh, yeah. Browns, you start Jarvis, OBJ. Is any podcast in the world ever talked about Young Hoku more than us? No. no. So, number one fans. Um, it's hard to argue with that. Where were we? Uh, we were talking about the Browns. The Browns. Flush it down with Brown. Uh, Baker, Jarvis. I, I think Baker is getting a little slept on, a little disrespected. Baker had some real nice uh, preseason showings. He could be a guy that when your quarterback that you took, if he gets hurt or doesn't pan out, I'd stream he's Baker just going to be sitting sure. there waiting for you. Uh, great streamer who could be borderline, you know, a plug and play every week. Kansas City Chiefs defense is decent. Um, I think that team's going to run the ball out. That's one of my concerns for Bakers. I think they're going to be run heavy. They have a great um, top-ranked uh, offensive line for rushing. Yep. Two very strong running backs, probably the best one-two running back combo in the NFL. Which I'm starting both of. There you go. And I don't think – I think you can get away with that. There are going to be a couple games where it bites you, where, you know, Kareem doesn't get a, a touchdown. But, man, I think that – They're both very startable. They're going to move the ball. Yeah. They're going to run. They're going to get touchdowns. And I have OBJ shares. I don't need to start him, but I would start him if I had him on my roster that was a little, little more depleted. Yeah. But. Playing against Kansas City, maybe you're a little bit higher on Baker and some of the wide receivers because they could have to score a little more bit points. more. Correct. But they're I, still going to run. That. Yeah, I agree. Uh, draft number two, done a few. Karna, welcome in. Hey. Draft number two of how many? How many more you got? Uh, all right, Dolphins, Patriots. If you got questions, post them. We'll try and get to them. Are you, any interest in starting two a week one? So the Dolphins, I want to see how things shake out. Tua, I did grab in best ball. I think he's got a lot of great weapons. The hype for him was good before he got the leg injury Waddle and then he came Parker. out. Um, so I'm going to take Waddle for the first week, but I also think Will Fuller coming back. Will Fuller is a guy that I just missed in best ball that I would like to have because I think he's got such – So he's had a history of missing games, but he's also had a history of the games he comes back scoring monster games and just having huge weeks. <laughs> for sure. Um um, so I would take if I had to pick one player, I would take Waddle. I, think I have Will, late enough. Will Fuller in one league uh, that I got him late, and I'm I'm excited to see if he can kind of recreate the success. People forget how good of a year he was having before the PED suspension. Suspended the first game. He's had a foot injury if, already. Hopefully the injury's out of the way now. If we're talking like team identities here, Kenny Stills 
is like the perfect comp to Will Fuller, I feel like, is because Kenny Stills, all he did was like two for 80 and a touchdown, you know, <sighs> and that was all he did. He just caught long passes for touchdowns, which Will Fuller, that's his bread and butter. So Will Fuller is I can see man. him being successful <laughs> just because still. of team history of that position being um, successful. So Yeah, I think that to uh, people were the knock on him was that he doesn't throw the long ball, but he was actually more accurate than you realize if he actually looked up the stats. Uh, I think Tua is gonna gonna be pretty decent. I think that the Dolphins' offense has a lot of weapons. It's it's a young team, so we get to see the last two quarterbacks for Alabama going against each other. Problem with the one. Dolphins in that game is that the Patriots' defense is pretty formidable. Uh, yeah, with their starters coming back from the COVID list. Uh, Patriots. I'm probably not starting McCorkle week one. Uh, I'm pr- probably not starting Jacoby or Nelson Aguilar if I don't have to week one. Agreed. Uh, I would start Damian Harris. Harris is the one. Harris is the one you want to start. So you get one person. Uh, and Ramondre with three touchdowns. Yep. Ramondre scores touchdowns in this game. Uh, just I, plug be, and play every week. Put him in here. RV1 slot. Set it and forget it. Uh, Broncos, Giants. Uh, you starting Javante Williams right out the gate? No. I'm trying not to. I okay. think that there, you're going to see... Similar to J.K. Dobbins last year, where you have the veteran running back who's going to get the majority of the work. And I still think Melvin Gordon is pretty good. I think he's a good running back. I think he's got juice left. Um, And I think it's going to be like Dobbins, where it just takes time. You're a little frustrated. If you can trade for Javante Williams in midseason when he hasn't accomplished a lot yet, that's exactly the kind of guy you want to look for in the midseason. When he hasn't done anything, people are starting to get a little shaky. They're sick of rostering him. Yep. That's when you pull the trigger. Are you going to just roll out Cortland Sutton week one and hope for the best? Yeah, I think I think not as my, you know, wide receiver one or two, but if you can put him in the flex or something like that, right? I think you do worse. Yeah, I think he's safe. Uh, probably certain he G- played a preseason G-2. game, so his health was good enough that they trusted him to play in that preseason game. Right. Uh, Giants, Saquon, if he's healthy for week one. Saquon, if you drafted Saquon, you're starting Saquon. If Saquon, if, if, if they game. say he's on going to be on a pitch count, hundred percent, hundred percent, you're starting. If Saquon is even going to dress, you just put him in your lineup. If you, or right, let's say Saquon. you have Saquon, Austin Eckler, and Mike Davis, and they say oh, Saquon's going to be on a pitch count, you starting Mike Davis or Saquon? I'd probably still put Saquon in the flex. Okay, I would agree. Uh, Giants receivers, you starting. Kadarius, does he even, is so he even on the Kadarius team? So Kadarius did not play a single preseason <laughs> game. He was the, uh, if, if you don't know who Kadarius is, he was the first round uh, draft pick wide receiver for the New York Giants. And it sounds like he's going to play in this game. So I am very excited to see him. If he comes out and his looks good, I'll be very happy. But there are a lot of wide receivers on the team. Sterling Shepard looked good in preseason. People are li- leaving him for dead. Slayton was better than um, you thought last year. Slayton, I'm not 100% sure Slayton's going to be ready for this game. But, yeah, uh, Kenny Galladay, the the word on the street is that he is trending towards being available for that game. Yeah. I think Kenny more You're than anybody. Kenny Galladay out? He was going late enough in a lot of drafts that you don't necessarily have to. You probably have two other good wide receivers ahead of him that you can roll out depending on how many guys you start. Um, Kenny Galladay or Amari Cooper? Oh, Amari Cooper by by a long, long, okay. large margin. I think Amari Cooper is a wide receiver to middle of the road this year. I think Kenny Galladay, we, the last we saw him, he was a wide receiver one. I think Cooper has wide receiver one upside, and I think Kenny coming off an injury going to a new team with an awful quarterback in Daniel Jones, uh, <laughs> his, he's not going to be a guy I want to trust week one. I think uh, he get a touchdown, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 
I yeah, I have Galladay. I think I have one share at Galladay. I think he can come back and Danny Dimes. People are sleeping on Danny Dimes. I'm I wouldn't mind rolling him out here uh, as a streaming quarterback. Uh, if I, probably not against the Broncos so week one, but we're I'd gonna, be interested. We're gonna jump to the chat. So Karna said that yesterday was an auction IDP draft, almost three hours. That is what we are staring down the barrel of on the fifth here. Yep. Uh, and then he says waddle. <laughs> Marcy says waddle. Oh, sorry, the same color there. Yeah, no, we have... Uh, Team Pink. How many IDP players do you have? We have five, I think, in ours. Which is a pretty good amount of IDP. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Do you... No, I won't make the joke. Uh, uh, Packers, Saints. All right. Starting, we got the Packers fans. Now's your moment. Start M- getting excited. MVS or you Lazard? Stop, a. A. A long shot. <laughs> we were talking the in, the, in the Discord. Lazard... Might be getting underhyped. Not enough love for the Lazard. He had some decent moments last year. Had a little bit of a core injury. Came back. Uh, he could surprise people as a good late round flyer. Was a guy that I, I didn't have on my radar in uh, best ball, but he's a nice little late best ball pick. Marcy makes a note here that they are playing in Jacksonville since the Saints Jacksonville. cannot play at home. So it's a neutral field. Um, yeah, I'm probably starting the usual suspects. Right. I'm starting uh, Aaron Jones. Starting gotta move the game to Florida. Florida man finds World War II grenade, places it in his truck, and drives to Taco Bell. I uh, love it. I don't love know why. it. This is the best best job in the world. <laughs> um, and you guys, you guys choose to watch this. <laughs> Unbelievable. You're not getting that drop on the footballers. Come on. <laughs> There's a reason. There's a reason. Uh yeah, are you certain Tanyan? Yeah, I yeah. Think so Tanyan Tanyan, right? of all the Packers, he was a guy that I I got one one or two shares of. I actually, if I missed out on those top guys, um, I started to cool off on Hawkinson a little bit. Tanyan, the reports coming out of camp is that him and Aaron are unstoppable. So we'll see if that holds true. He was extremely efficient on kind of the limited targets he got. If anything, would probably just. Get Aaron Rodgers to say, hey, maybe Aaron Rodgers, as much as I don't care for him, he's not a dummy. And he's going to realize, hey, that worked a lot of the time. You're drafting I, Randall Cobb anywhere? I think they're going to go to it. I think Tanyan's targets are going to go up, and I think his efficiency is still going to stay pretty strong. In Dynasty, I know my brother just traded Tanyan. He might have undersold a little, but I think that because Aaron Rodgers is likely going to be out of town, um, you're probably on a one year of Tanyan value right now. Yeah. I'm sorry, uh, what was your question? I was going to – I can't remember. Okay. Saints, uh, Marquez Callaway, is he yeah. the guy? Or We didn't see Traquan Smith in the preseason. Is no, Traquan is still injured. If he plays, I don't want to roll him out. I think Callaway is the dart throw. But I'm actually probably starting a lot of other guys over Callaway. I understand that the upside is high. But I drafted Winston. <laughs> I, yeah, I know, did it. You didn't draft him as your number one quarterback. No. But Jameis does. He has a, a very nice ceiling. If he can just hit some bomb throws... Again, we talked about Jameis. He was getting slept on. He was a Heisman Trophy winner, number one pick in the NFL draft, passed for over 5,000 yards in a single season, and went to the Saints, which is a very good offense historically with a very good coach. Uh, the quote I heard from uh, Sean Payton was somebody was saying, like, hey, are you worried about you know Jameis throwing you know 30 picks? And he said, our system won't allow Jameis Winston to throw that many picks. The picks are going to come down simply because – the system that he's in is different than Bruce Arians and the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The system is don't throw who picks. Who went out and found the most like accurate, good vision, take care of the ball quarterback. So 
I think you throw a lot of quarterbacks into that situation, they would throw more picks. Maybe he was saying our system won't allow it. Like, once he throws five, we bench him. So the pedigree for Winston is there. He got LASIK surgery, so you can see now. That's awesome. That usually helps. The problem for Jameis Winston, I would be much higher on if Michael Thomas didn't get injured. Now they have Callaway, who's the guy. And, like, the Lil Jordan Humphreys. Lil, L-I-L, Lil Jordan Humphreys. Yeah. I wonder if that's on his driver's license. It's got um, and then a busted up. Just the wide receivers that are there are not high level. You're excited for wide receivers for sure. Yeah, and Kamara. I, I didn't have the heart to take Kamara over Derek Henry. I took Kamara in one, and I think he's just going to get all the work in the world, more work than he can handle. The other the last time that happened, team. he averaged like forty points a game. Yeah, so and he has proven himself to be very talented and in yeah. a good system that benefits him and plays to his strengths. So I like Kamara. I still had to take Derek. I don't know why, but I, I like. I didn't get any Derek. I he's on Ethan's team. Everybody <laughs> on Ethan's team is going down. I know. He's at I, the age I that people that get too. injured. He's on Ethan's team. Like everything is lining up so for Derek Henry injury and Banjo Jawan Johnson. I'm not superstitious, I'm out, so I, but I'm a little a little stitious. Uh, I want to see the Saints prove it. Uh, I would love to see the Saints beat the Packers week one, neutral field. Oh, that yeah, would we're, be, we're all rooting for that. That'd be hilarious. Uh, Bears-Rams. We got two more. Bears-Rams. All right, it's happening. <sighs> Andy D. Is it happening? I'm looking. When is it happening? Oh, where are we? We're waiting for it to happen. My gosh. The Bears! Go Bears! Why are the Bears drops so far away? Uh... I got, a whole I got a lot of, of drops. I have, I'm a one man trying to. I'm trying to produce the content, keep up with the chat. Dude, like, oh yeah, I'm working. I'm working. Oh man, uh, Bears starting Allen Robinson. Are you starting long shot Komet or Jimmy Graham here? No, Allen yeah. Robinson, and I. I'm probably trying not to start Darnell Mooney. Um, the Rams defense is good. You got Andy Dalton, who did not to me look good in the preseason. Numbers say he didn't. Not Offensive good. line, they're, they've been suspect. Um, um, starting I'm, David Montgomery. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a bet. That's Robinson about and Montgomery. And they're are. playing the Rams, so I'm not even expecting a ton out of them. Yeah, I think it could be a rough start. Certain Cup, Woods, Stafford, Henderson, and Higby? Yeah. And that's it? Yeah, I think Sony, if you got him, I'd like to see how it shakes out before I try and roll I him agree. out. I agree. Otherwise, I'm pretty much starting everybody else. Fair. Higby. If Daryl Henderson gets injured in this game with the Bears just crushing defense. Higby um, or Goddard? Higby. Higby by a lot for me. Okay. Um, let's say that Daryl Henderson goes down. Then where is Sony Michelle rate for running backs? How Where is he? If they're going to use him, then. Well, if Daryl Henderson is injured yeah, is the question. I just don't know. So it's going to be him because he's basically the only guy with any talent on that. Oh. On that roster. Don't worry about Jake Funk. Jake Funk. <laughs> we He's want completely the funk. blowing Funk up. Gotta Here's have that thing. Funk. I think Henderson's just a guy. I think if Funk becomes a thing, that will be a drop. I think Sonny Michelle's just a guy. Like, Jake Funk is just a guy. I mean, just, I think Sonny Michelle is better than Jake Funk as a running back. I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to go out on a limb. I don't think that's great. Um, so, again, so let's say even you're not into it. Where will the... If he was getting drafted, let's say, without Daryl Henderson, is he going? Sonny Michelle, I think if he had the job to himself, a little he's behind a Mike middle Davis. to back end RB2, I would take him after Davis. Like right right about? Like okay. Right about there. All right. If Henderson's not in the conversation. Gotcha. Uh, all right. Ravens, Raiders for our final matchup. Man. Starting Hollywood? 
No. Mark no. Andrews? I don't, I don't think Hollywood's uh, ready to go yet. I think he's still injured. Is he? Yeah. And Bateman's hurt, checking. so who's who's catching balls? Sammy? Sammy, the oh, Lizard King Watkins. So we might as well address this it. This is the game. He's playing the Raiders. Raiders suck. Just talking about the stars aligning. Oh, man. This is it. This is why you have Sammy on your team. <laughs> Sammy goes off. You trade him to the league rube at the league taco and you just somebody has got a glory play and you get like Sammy a mike Watkins. davis you get you know you get a just somebody yeah if sammy watkins goes for 30 points week one i'm it's all i'm going to talk about the whole monday show that's all i'm gonna do uh well mike singing <laughs> the drop be the drop you could do worse right i flex the golden pipe sometimes on the show please don't. that's why you subscribe right no no, it's not. Uh, Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, you're starting um, starting Gus Edwards. I saw yeah. you took oh, Gus yeah. Edwards. Early. I reached for Gus Edwards. I, I am excited about Gus that. Edwards' prospects. I think that his touchdown upside. I would, If I had to make a prop bet right now, I would say that Gus Edwards has double-digit rushing touchdowns um, this year in the NFL. He's a pretty sturdy guy. His average rush per carry is, um, if you checked it out, I don't know it off the top Somebody of my head. Somebody clip this I believe above five. save it for about week you don't think Gus four. Edwards is breaking 10 touchdowns? No. For the Ravens I don't think offense. Gus, again, these are backup people. They're they're not built to withstand 17-game seasons. Gus Edwards has played. He's held up. He's held up. He's like the bruising guy. Like he's If anybody could hold up to a workload, Gus Edwards is built to take this. Again, if there's any more, the most injurable person is the backup running back. Like, if I know anything, they will get hurt. And signed him to money. Like, Gus is going to be good. I, I think he is. You know that when we did the drops, we did, like, team drops of just sound bites that we did for each team. This was my Ravens sound drop. I was running. Because they run the ball. They had the most rush but attempts that's in the what NFL I mean. last year. You already have the running back. Even if Lamar, Lamar rushes Jackson. for 2,000 yards, Gus Edwards can rush for 1,000 yards. Like, I, Gus, I think you're a little overhyping Gus is punching the Ravens touchdowns. just a little bit. And the thing about Gus Edwards is the other guys on the backing him up are not guys that are going to take a lot of take a lot away from him. They're going to give him a rest now and then, but he's going to be the guy punching in touchdowns. He's going to be getting the the bulk of the work. All right, and I like Gus's uh, potential touchdown upside. I just don't. He's got ten career touchdowns. Yep, that's because career. He wasn't going to get. That's I, not, no, that's I wasn't not excited season. at all when Dobbins was there. I'd that's put career. Him. He had 137 rush attempts for 718 yards. Basically, every season is the same. 130 to 145 rush attempts and 700 yards. Why is this guy going to be a different guy? Because there's nobody in front of him. Every year before, they had a guy that was in front of him that was the main running back, and he was the secondary running back. I don't know. Games played 16, didn't start. I'm just not fully buying in, even if you... He played the last last two seasons, full seasons. I don't know. He's already 26 What are his old. measurements? Do you have those? And he's 26. He's 6'1", 238 pounds. Yes. That's I'm, a big boy I'm for a running back. I'm out on the bus. Especially if you're going to take him in the, I think him in the third goal round. Line, goal line running back on a decent offense uh, that's going to be punching in touchdowns. I like other players in that price range. Plain and simple. Speaking of, Josh Jacobs. Raiders. <laughs> oh, no. You starting Brian Edwards? Am I starting Brian Edwards? I like Brian Edwards. I want to have him on a roster. I'm not starting him, uh, especially against the Ravens defense. Starting Waller. Starting, probably not starting Carr. 
Not Henry Rose, what are your thoughts on Henry? I know you traded him away in Dynasty. Do you he's have gonna, any? He's got to prove it before I'm going to do anything with Henry Ruggs. Do you Ruggs. think what would be your, if you had to put it on Brian Edwards or Henry Ruggs, who do you like? With Aguilar gone, I would probably put it on Ruggs. All right. If I had to make a call. But I don't feel good about it. Uh, anything so could happen. I'm Need roll- help calling the right play on game day? Call me at the Gruden Hotline. Gruden Hotline. We gotta call the hotline. See who's gonna be gonna be throwing the ball to. He's gonna throw it to Josh Jacobs. That's why I drafted him. Josh two leagues. They, they don't want to throw it to Josh. Jacobs. You gotta admit that they don't want to throw. The I ball had Josh, to Josh Jacobs, Jacobs in two two different places now, just backing up my my bets. Oh, is Kyle Pitts the greatest tight end of all time? Yes. Next question. Next question. I got Kyle on one team. I wanted oh, one man. one share of Kyle Pitts. He had one reception in the preseason. Yeah. Took it for like thirty two yards, I think. I think I do too. Uh, so it was a nice little play. Can I take him in the listener league? I can't remember. It looks a little thin for a tight end and pretty big for a wide receiver. So we'll see where he lands in the. He's the definitely usage. quick. Definitely quick. Quick. All right, that's like that's all I got. What was our bet? Didn't we have another bet? Oh, we had a Daniel Jones bet. Yes, we did make a Daniel Jones oh, bet. He uh, would. Uh, I bet that Daniel Jones will finish outside of the top eighteen uh, quarterbacks in the NFL this year. Uh, what are the stats? I think that. Uh, fantasy pros side. had him listed at like 22 24 somewhere in that range and there was like four rookie quarterbacks i think it finished above him uh brandon agreed with you that that was a good bet for you though because the uh margin of difference between each quarterback in that range was so small well, there's between quarterback 15 and quarterback uh 23 is which where he was was like 25 points so that, like four or and, five fumbles by daniel and, jones to push him down and huh? he missed three games so uh, if, yeah. he, if he plays 16, 17 games, which we did have a 14 game qualifier on, I think, yeah. I think he's going to be a top 18, maybe yeah. top 15. I should have held you up to top 14, but um, I think there's a lot of rookie quarterbacks that have such a rushing upside that they could, you know, even in their rookie year, finish above him. As even if well. they miss four games though. <sighs> I mean, the, that that's the rushing that's is such a big piece of the quarterback fantasy scoring, like rushing touchdowns and just rushing yardage. Is, is is a cheat code. Yeah. It's a skewed metric. Carno, y'all going to stream your drafts. We did stream one draft. Are, we streamed that's a question. So the next draft that we have is our most grueling draft. Hopefully I can make it because, again, if my wife goes into labor, I'm not going to be able to be there. She might be in labor now. Uh, have you checked phone? I've been I've been looking at it. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's on the 5th. The kids do on the 7th. I hope to be able to get in there and get it all you know, done. But it's an auction draft. They're long. It is interesting because it is hard to find auction drafts. If you are a full addict like us or I'm looking for these things, it is tough to find good ones online because they are long and kind of arduous and drawn out. Um, we can, we'll can, we be here if if you'd like us to stream it. Uh, we can put it up. Even for our league, we might just I throw it up. I usually host a draft party. There's a lot of people out of town, so it's looking like there may only be an extra one or two people here. Uh, so, so you can meet the cursed member of our <laughs> diocese league, Ethan. But do uh, I order more microphones? We'll have to figure That's it out. The question, Ethan? Nah, <laughs> <laughs> not for Ethan. Nah. Oh, if man. it was Chris, maybe he can just draft in the background at these tables. Nah, Ethan has the wall. Ethan would add a nice like he's a metric guy. He's got the numbers and stuff, and I'm more a narrative yeah. guy. Nick's just goes to Reddit and just takes what they say. So it'd be cool to he have a guy with some numbers. He sent us a chart yesterday. We were like, I don't know what this means. Okay. The, did you figure that out? What? So he, Basically, I didn't even look at it, it again. It was the odds you would get a stack from the same team, obviously, and your odds at each draft position. 
Okay, so like so, if you draft from the four, you have a high chance of getting like two or three players from this team because of how they're falling. Correct. That's pretty neat. So like his example was if you get if you have the first overall pick, yeah. your odds of stacking two Panthers together are high because you're taking Christian McCaffrey and maybe DJ Moore. I don't know Sam necessarily what to do with that. I have seen some interesting metrics about like which draft position. I think his that, what to do with it was in best ball drafts. The statistics say say you should have at least one stack on your on your roster. Best ball is is yes more more lends itself to wanting the stack. Yeah. Um, when I when we do our Yahoo leagues, there's interesting when you're waiting for the draft in the lobby. There's a little video that'll pop up and play. I kind of like it. Um, and they were saying that last year on Yahoo statistics, the two five had the second most winning percentages um, for championship teams, which. I thought it was interesting, so I didn't get the the stat from what was the the number one. But. Drafting from the the three spot, I feel like when you get that turn, it's nice. But I feel like there's a lot of picks. Got to have a lot of foresight. Yeah. I think I'd rather almost go in the middle. I think I'd rather have the the six or seven. The pick five going. is nice because you yeah, what you're planning to happen and get back to you has a like a bigger More likelihood of getting back yeah, to you for sure. Um, yeah, the, the best ball was interesting though because we. Had a lot of people reaching for for players. It didn't just go, you know, down the board. So right. excited to see how that shakes out. Alrighty, I think we're gonna end it here. Thanks everybody for hanging out. Uh, if you have more questions, uh, bring them on over to the to the Discord. Yeah, appreciate you. Start getting hyped. Football, it's gonna Man. be back. It's gonna be real. Uh, so the next one we're planning is, you know, we might throw up that uh, auction draft. And feel free to hang out with us. Uh, if we don't do the auction, I'm going to try and convince Mike to maybe try and do one more before our next Sunday show. But a otherwise, a lot. we'll for sure see you next Sunday. A lot depends on the birth of my child. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so. Stay updated in the Discord. Yeah, yeah, we'll let you know. Perfect. All right. Yep. Thanks, everybody. And we'll see you next time around. Job's done. There it is.